Hello everyone and welcome to Coffee Break. I'm your host Leon L. In tonight's discussion, I'm going to be talking about how close are we to becoming Star Trek. Um, scientists make great strides in the last 40 to 50 years ever since the show Star Trek has been on the air. Well, possibly, probably before Star Trek, since a lot of the uh, movies that were shown in the 1940s and 50s uh, of sci-fi sci-fi movies, the one that was in black and white, like the uh, the day the earth stood still, that was one of the uh, movies, um, but I'm actually going to re- report here, I found some of the stuff online about scientists believe that we're one step closer to becoming uh, like Star Trek, uh, from teleporters to holodecks. Uh, these are things scientists are working on now within the next couple years a lot of this stuff is going to become into existence uh, who would have thought uh, the original Star Trek episodes where they had the communicators look how cell phones have progressed from being this big bulky thing like a big type rock thing to now you had the little flip, you know, they start out with the flip phones, which was basically like a communicator, like the what they used in Star Trek. Um, handheld laptop computers, you know, similar to what they used, uh, they used in Star Trek. A lot of the things that they had in the Next Generation series and the original series were using now. Well, like I said about the cell phones, the commu- you know, basically... It's like a communicator. You flip it open with a flip phone, you know, basically a communicator like they use in Star Trek. Um, says in the 50 years since, our own technology has transformed beyond recognition. Handheld computers and communicators once seemed impossible, but have since become widespread. Uh, it also states when Star Trek first aired, the technology on display seemed beyond uh, science. But that brings back the point about the cell phones, basically like the flip phone communicators. I'm sorry I bring that uh, bring that up to you about three or four times. <laughs> um, it said uh, Star Trek has long offered a vision of a future where technology has allowed humankind to move beyond the conflicts of its past. Uh, when it first aired in September 1966, the sci-fi classic. Uh, showed a universe where all people of all races, colors, and creeds took to the stars to seek out new life and new civilizations and to boldly go where no man or woman had gone before. Uh, When I was younger, I'm not that much older when Star Trek first started, but when I was younger, I used to love watching Star Trek. I thought it was uh, fascinating, uh, you know, that the these guys could do all this stuff, you know, and I thought, one of these days, maybe we're going to have, uh, this stuff that they have on Star Trek that they invented, you know, that, and it's, it's showing now that the technology has come that much advanced in 50 years, uh, you know, look at the, uh, the stealth bomber, you know, it's basically like, I believe the stealth bomber could cloak and be invisible off a radar, well, they had that during the uh, Star Trek, when Star Trek showed the next, especially the next generation, uh, they had that cloaking device thing where the ship can be, uh, you know, not spotted, basically on, on their radars, based on the same principle, like the way ours are now. 
you know, on ours. Um, so, technology seems like they got a lot of stuff from this TV, uh, TV shows of Star Trek, and even Star Wars pretty much the same, you know, it's pretty much the same way with technology. Um, first, we're going to start with the, uh, they're talking about the warp drive. Scientists believe that we actually have the technology now, and this is going back since 1994, that these scientists believe that we could actually develop uh, warp drive. We have we have planes and stuff now, military capability of breaking the sound barrier. And they're saying now that we could actually, now think about it, who had thought years ago that you know, planes couldn't be able to break the sound. They got them going actually so fast they could actually break the sound barrier. Who would have thought that 50, 60, 70 years ago that that actually would, that would actually happen now? You know, the time that we're in. Uh, but scientists believe that warp drive capability uh, is, is quite possible. Uh... They said scientists would either have to break or at least bend the rules of time and space famously laid out by Albert Einstein. Uh, it says perhaps the closest to the Star Trek version of warp speed is uh, this drive here. I can't really pronounce this word, but it has something to do with the warp drive. Something first proposed by Mexican uh, physicist Miguel Agicabri uh, in, uh, in, in 1994. That's the gentleman that says we can uh, do this uh, warp, we can have warp drive. It says in 1984 that allowed faster than light travel without uh, contradicting uh, what Albert Einstein had said. It's also said research says that NASA's Johnson Space Center took the proposal seriously enough to investigate it. The space agency recently said it wants to develop a deeper understanding of the nature of space-time, gravitation, quantum, vacuum, and other fundamental physical phenomena. It also said this will enable missions that are not feasible using current propulsion solutions such as robotic uh, and stellar emissions. Um, holodecks. While holodeck rooms were designed for recreational use by a starship's crew, they also allowed the plot of Star Trek to move into exotic and unfamiliar locations. Although the ideal virtual reality, which we have that now, VR glasses, which Samsung has brought those out and several other companies have made those, uh, so you can, you can immerse yourself in a virtual reality. You could be someplace at one minute and someplace at another minute. Um, they said this has been around since the 1980s, um, or it took until the 1980s for it to be embraced in, pop, in popular culture. And it was the 1990s before the first crude attempts at mass market VR headsets were released. Now think about this. They made this in 1980. And they waited 10 years. These companies waited 10 years to actually process this out to bring these VR headsets up to par and bring them out on the market. You know, I remember, I think it was, uh, 
I'm trying to think of what that they had that game set. I can't remember. I think it was Game Boy or something, where you put a VR headset and everything was in red. Can't really think of what the name of that was, but they thought that was interesting at the time. And but a lot of people hated that. Uh, it wasn't a very big popular sell. Oh, Nintendo. Nintendo was the one who brought that out, but I can't think what the name of it was. But it wasn't a very big seller that uh, Nintendo thought it was going to be, so they stopped making that uh, headset. Basically, it was a VR headset, but everything was in red. Um, it said, but, but with most affordable and powerful headsets like the Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, and PlayStation VR being released in recent years, VR could soon become an everyday reality for home users. Another key attraction of the holodeck was the ability, ability it afforded the crew to physically interact with the holographic environment and characters they encountered. I don't see this happening anytime soon. Maybe in the next 100 years. But they're thinking it's going to be sooner than that. But I, I just don't see it happening. Um, it says uh, replicators. In later series of Star Trek, starting with, 80s, uh, with the 80s, the Next Generation crew members were able to use replicators to create meals by re rearranging particles and combining their mo molecule components similarly out of thin air. Why not yet, while not yet as advanced, 3D printers are already being utilized to create edible products. Uh, it says one chain of sweet shops in the U.S. hit the headlines after using the first 3D printer to produce candy, while a London restaurant recently opened where everything from the tables to the food is created by 3D printers. Very interesting. Um, so we're moving this thing right along with the Star Trek thing. I think they're pretty much getting a lot of the stuff from the Star Trek, from the Star Trek TV series. Seems like a lot of this is where all this is coming from. And sometimes you wonder, well, I wonder where the, uh, you know, the writers and everything came from Star Trek, how they thought of these ideals. Could have been, this stuff has been on the table longer before, long before the uh, Star, Trek ep Star Trek TV show came to existence. Um... It says, with NASA exploring the potential for 3D printed food, it might not be long before astronauts on the International Space Station are also chowing down on meals created from cartridges or carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Uh, printing and printing the molecule level may not be as far off as we might think with BAE Systems announcing the details of its computer. Originally, uh, for using chemical process to grow military hardware, it doesn't take much of an imaginative leap to apply this type of technology to food production. And uh, next here we have uh, teleporters. Originally devised as a cheap visual effort or effect to avoid the need for more expensive ship landing sequences, the sight of the Enterprise crew beaming down to an alien planet below is perhaps one of the most iconic spectacles of Star Trek. While this type of transporter may be a long way off, developments in the realm of quantum mechanics may offer some hope of a future breakthrough. 
this professor has previously said that discoveries needed to transport humans instantly have already been made. Speaking to the Daily Express, he said quantum teleportation already exists, and I think within a decade we will teleport the first uh, molecule. Uh, quantum uh, teleportation depends on a phenomenon called quantum entanglement, which allows connections to be made between atoms with their information being sent to others far away. The entangled particles are connected in such a way that the action of one directly affects the other, even if they are separated over large distances. Albert Einstein called this spooky action at a distance. Previous studies have shown atoms uh, teleporting across the room and light being teleported across the Danube River in Australia. And two separate studies released in September, in September 2016 have shown quantum teleportation is visible through optic fibers across uh, cities. Um, phasers, military phasers, Military forces around the world have long been inter interested in energy weapons since at least the 1980s. Although they don't function in exactly the same way as the phasers of Star Trek, lasers have shown the most promise in this field and could result in the same kind of destructive force. Um, tests have already shown that lasers can be used to successfully shoot down drones at a range of at least 22 miles. The US military has announced it could have such systems mounted on army vehicles as early as 2017. And the US Air Force hopes to test laser systems for use by supersonic fighters by 2019. Um, it also goes to say the ideal is to provide a solution to a capability gap which is an ability to acquire track and destroy low, slow drones all over the world. Tim Reese, Director of Strategic, Strategic Planning at the U.S. Army uh, Fort Sill, uh, told Scout Warrior. Well, there you have it, folks. Are we getting close to uh, things being... Uh, that are on Star Trek, I'd say yes. A lot of these things that are happening now was on the very first series of Star Trek, you know, 1966. Star Trek first came on the air. A lot of things they're making now was from that TV series. Next Generation, you see a lot of things, laptop computers, handheld computers, you know, cell phones. Uh, it's basically a computer system, but a smaller computer system, but it is a computer system. Um, just a lot of things that are uh, progressing very, very quickly. And I think within the next 50, 60 years, um, they might have this teleporter system that can be able to send people from one planet to another. Who knows? The way things are progressing, anything's possible. Um, I want to thank everybody for stopping in tonight to the coffee break. Welcome to the land of the paranormal. I'm your host, Leon L. And everybody have a safe and wonderful evening. Good night.